liquid bread. Liquid bread. <laughs> uh, welcome in to the IPL podcast. I still don't know the episode number, but this time it's with liquid liquid gold next to me. It's it's uh, Levi Peckinpah, Parker Terrell, Ian Nickel, fellas. How you doing? Been better. Uh, Eagles got demolished, walloped, destroyed by Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers Monday night. They um, ended up losing six of seven. And the uh, light at the end of the there is no light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, I guess we have Jalen Hurts like signed for a long time, and then we also have a lot of other guys signed for a long ter- for long term, but. We have a lot of guys that are going to be free agents, especially a lot of veterans. Uh, our our offensive coordinator is interviewing for other jobs, so we could have another offensive coordinator replacement. Uh, That's it sounds probably like, a good thing. I mean, he was scapegoated for a lot of the stuff. I don't know. I, a lot of people are saying it was actually Sirianni, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, should be our defensive coordinator should be leaving. But, um, I mean, literally he got like, it's like when a player gets benched, like he got benched in the season to have Matt Patricia take over. And then Matt Patricia was so bad that they went back to D side causing calling plays. And it's, it's not good in Philly land. I guess we could be like the freaking Panthers and just be awful with really no hope. But, um, but yeah, so tough. Uh, not even just tough. It was an incredibly awful ending to this year, with so much promise. Starting out ten and one, Super Bowl runner-ups by a field goal, uh, just to completely and utterly collapse at the end. Uh, it was not fun to watch, but I guess a, a small part of me is glad it's over. Ian's just happy to be here. <laughs> hey man, I'm, I mean, that's well, good. Multiple days ago, so I mean, I'm pretty much over it. But in podcast terms, I mean, yeah, my my favorite team was like, is like a laughing stock now at the end of the year. No, you don't have the star as a logo. You're not a laughing stock. Oh no, they're like you're both well, laughing stocks. A lot of people are laughing at the Eagles because just of everything. Well, everything. One, it's fun Bucks. to make fun of Philadelphia. Two, it's fun to make fun of Dallas. And uh, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I did make the playoffs. And then so three, it, it takes the finger off the Denver Broncos for once. Yeah. Hey, all the Earth was making fun of Dallas. I don't know if all the Earth was making fun of Philly. I, I looked on front Dallas office, was making fun of Philly. <laughs> I looked out of all of front office sports and on every single show on ESPN for Dallas D Day, everyone set like new career highs, basically. Awful. Oh, yeah. Well, and <laughs> I mean, who who is in a better position right now, Dallas or Philly? Because da- Dallas announced that Mike McCarthy is returning. Oh, Philly's uh, in a better spot. Like, don't get it twisted. Philly's better. But then again, you are losing Jason well, Kelsey. You are losing Jason Kelsey. He hasn't officially announced that, but everything is is looking like it can we give the official statement that adam schefter should have some type of fine every time he announces someone else's retirement because i'm getting kind of sick no because that's his job to find out to to ruin people's moments yes i think it's worse when uh they were tweeting out the recruit who was where they were going before they announced it that's that was tough or tweeting out draft picks before they get picked no that's fine I don't care about that. Yeah. But if like a recruit, like they literally have these big parties. Your job as a reporter or insider is to find the scoops. If you could find a scoop, you're going to post it. But they've, there's been reporters who win the merits of. They don't, they, there used to be like a, a line that you didn't cross. And now that line is gone. Uh, Adam Schefter pulled his trousers down to his knees uh, Rob to, goes. He took a good squat, like he's Randy Moss, uh, and dumped on that line. And no, that one is a disgusting act. <laughs> Trust me, that's what I think of Adam Schefter every time he reports something that he probably shouldn't. What was like, the thing that Adam Schefter got suspended for? The Kobe stuff. I thought it was the Dwayne Haskins stuff. Who? Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, 
I don't I don't remember at all what why he got suspended, but I, because I just remember in, instead of just recognizing his life and his career, he made sure to say that how he had a crappy NFL career. Oh right, right. How while he's underperformed. Yeah. 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 Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Adam Schefter. That was a no-no. No, I I really don't like him as a reporter because he does bring information, but he doesn't know where the line is. And that's why, even though it's Aaron Rodgers half the time that does all the hating on him, I assume a lot of the league dislikes him for tweeting out and saying other important news that's personal to some of these guys. You're an Ari guy or an Ian Rappaport guy? I would rather go Ian Rappaport. It's not only because we have our own Ian here, but I, I really like what Ian does. And it's, 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 hey, Ian's are great. What can we say? Rap sheet, rap sheet. We Ian plays. So, yeah. So, so Dallas, uh, embarrassingly lost. Um, and the Eagles embarrassingly lost. So, and here Ian's, we are. Ian's frozen in the ether. Oh no! Oh no! He's just—he's looking concerned. <laughs> That's—I don't know why that frozen face is funny. He's just looking concerned. Ian's frozen, folks. Oh, oh he's back. Oh, he's back. back. Oh no! He, now he's he gone. gone. He gone. See, that's what but happens when you do this live. The NFL season has come to an end for our all three of our teams. Hey, he back. Um, Hello. Back. <laughs> Are the, the my Wi-Fi is acting up? Sorry, guys. The season is over. Uh, Jover, and uh, I will. I will probably watch the playoff games, but I don't know if I care as much. I got, I got a new team. I got a new team that we're at least following for the playoffs. And if nothing gets better in the offseason, I might just end up going to. At least it'll be a secondary team, maybe. Uh, do you jump ship from the Cowboys before you do the White Sox? Maybe. Yeah. We tried to wild. convince you to jump ship yeah, my- from the White Sox, and you were. Firm in not. Hey, I can't help it that they got merch that fits with everything. Okay. Well, I, wow. I can't That's so you fair. Jump off the Dallas, the Dallas fan. Bro, have you seen the Southside merch? And that they're thinking about getting new stadiums so that way when they only win forty games, they got a great view of Chicago. The reports is that they're trying to get a new stadium on the South Side. I think it's where seventy eighth is, and it's going to be the Chicago skyline. That's kind of dope. Dude, I can't wait. You just want to, if you want a good stadium in Chicago, just go to Wrigley Field. I mean, come on now. <laughs> like we're we're talking we're not talking rich in history. We're talking like looks good modern era. It does look good in the modern era. I was there like eight years ago. It was great. <laughs> Who is the team that you are going to jump ship to? Oh yeah, Detroit Lions. Ah, yeah. All right. It, it's that kind it's of worse. like you're bandwagoning. It feels a little bandwagoning. It, I'm it, not gonna I lie don't to really you. care. I it, Dallas had it's at the point to where nothing is going to change and Dallas is just gonna be mid. They're gonna get a twelve win season probably. I assume Philadelphia wins the division. And then they lose in the yeah. playoffs. That that's what I assume. Philly's gonna have to make a lot of changes. But I mean, they have a core. They have a good core. The main thing is just you're gonna have to find another offensive lineman because I understand Landon, uh, Landon Dickerson's gonna be going. I assume center now because that's what he played in college. You'll find a guard to replace him, which you can probably find anywhere. Even probably go get a death piece, a vet in free agency. Miss you, Isaac Ciamalo. You can then. You'll then need a new offensive coordinator, someone that reads above a third grade level. Well, that's if Brian Johnson gets hired somewhere else, which he's literally going against Bill Belichick for the Falcons job. So I doubt that he's going to get that. Then you'll need to pray he starts reading at a fourth grade level. Uh, then- I, I, it was his first year calling plays, and and yeah, they were bad uh, a lot, especially towards the end of the year. But maybe they can get some stuff figured out in year two. Um but yeah, no. The main issue is the secondary. One of the worst secondaries in the NFL uh, at the end of the year. James Bradbury last year was great. The penalty in the Super Bowl was terrible, and this year he legitimately was right back to being his old self before mm-hmm. last year and was awful again. 
Avante Maddox is the worst starting nickel cornerback in the NFL. I don't know why Howie Roseman loves him so much and keeps bringing him back because they keep bringing him back on one-year deals, and he is terrible. He is terrible. He would frequently get injured, and they would replace him with Bradley Roby, who's worse, who's literally worse than him. Keely Ringo was a rookie this year. He maybe will come into his own in year two and maybe take over that job, hopefully. Reed Blankenship was the leading tackler on the team for most of the season. He gets a concussion and goes out. And they're struggling then to replace him. Sidney Brown comes in. Then he tears his ACL. The secondary, aside from big play slay, and then they brought in Kevin Byard, who was fine. Um and then he's he's only on a one year deal. He he's gone after this season. Mm-hmm. So, other than big play slay, they they are going to have to make some serious changes in the secondary. The linebacking core was an issue last year. They've I thought that they had shorted up and it wasn't that much better. Although N'Kobe Dean did get hurt for the rest of the season. That and was turn, turns out T.J. Edwards is one of the leading tacklers in the league this year. T.J. Edwards is fine, um, but it just seems like. The secondary can't cover and they can't tackle. And so the linebackers are having to do that much work. They brought in Darius Leonard. He was a bust. There's a reason why the Colts cut him. Uh, and then the, the the defensive line, which was the strength of the team, literally the strength of the team, wasn't getting any pressure towards the end of the year. That is the most inexplicable part for me. That and also the offensive line being awful the two cornerstones of why the eagles had so much success was the defensive line and the offensive line and both of those units with no injuries were terrible in that seven game stretch where they lost six games it makes no sense it literally makes no sense to me hurts is fine people are complaining about him and showing all these stats he was hurt in the first half of the year he had a really bad knee injury like a knee bruise or something that he couldn't run, and then he hurt his finger towards the end there. But, no, they'll be okay if they can just shore up the secondary and get a third wide receiver. That's another thing. Quez Watkins is not the answer as the third wide receiver. He has not been good. They got to get a guy to compliment Smith and Brown and Goddard. He got hurt. We don't have a backup tight end. So getting a backup tight end, getting a, a decent third receiver – uh, Alimity Zacchaeus was fine, uh, but we don't need a guy who was like the Falcons didn't even want as our as our fourth biggest offensive weapon, essentially. Uh, or I guess maybe James Swift Washington's is available, four. just for the record. Uh, I think he's had a lot of injuries. I would be in on him if he hadn't have had so many injuries. Maybe get Tylen Wallace, too. I'd love that. I think he can. I feel like how that fits with those two guys, though, with A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, I feel like you need like a smaller speed wide receiver. That should be Quez Watkins, but he's he's not good. He's not lost like 5'9". I was 5'11". Who? Oh. Tylen Wallace. Tylen Wallace? No, he's like 5'11". He's like, he's five like five five yeah. I'm not bad. A backup tight end is important because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goddard went down, and all of a sudden, we didn't have a tight end, and that's a bit. That was a big part of Steichen's offense, and that's the thing that Johnson didn't really carry over. Um, but yeah, it, it it's a debacle for sure. But the Cowboys, I feel like they just they play so well all year at home, and then it, well, their it own truly just falls apart in the playoffs. Their own play style got them played i'm to me that's also what happened with philadelphia because philly is predictable on the offensive end because they don't do like a lot of motion offense for well for for the dallas cowboys it's easy because they play super aggressive and they got killed by a team like matt lafleur to where he can just operate like a surgeon and he just said oh we'll pick this pick this pick this We'll get Luke Musgrave in wide open territory where ain't no one covering him. You got played because of what happened on the defensive of defensive end of the ball. I'm I'm legit surprised that there's no coaching changes. That's gonna be season's already sealed for next year. We're already done. But if I had to change some stuff for the upcoming season, 
in the draft, you're going linebacker or you are going defensive tackle. Mozzie Smith's not it. Uh, unless you're wanting to give Mozzie a little bit more time, which I think you might be able to because you also have Osai Odigizua, who had a nice year. Uh, but LVE went out with a horrible injury, and so it was some modified uh, safeties put at linebacker. Trayvon uh, Diggs also going down hurt. Yeah, you'll get Trayvon yeah. Diggs Gilmore back. was so bad. Yeah, Gilmore had the one game. I'm trying to think it was if it was just the Eagles. Def- he played so well against the Eagles oh, yeah. in the it, second in the second game. Was it because AJ Brown taunted him and then he just decided, oh yeah, you're getting locked up the whole game? Something. Yeah, it he turned into like defensive player of the year Gilmore for one game. Yeah, and then it's just been eh. Uh, Duran Bland's all right, but he needs to t- tune down the aggressiveness because he he was exactly what Diggs was two years ago. Where it's all gay, it's it's all or nothing, kind of like how uh, goodness, who's the uh, uh, Marcus Peters? Kind of that's what that reminded me of. He mm-hmm. had the phenomenal interception games, and then just games where you wanted to beat your head against a door. So hopefully, get him trained down a little bit, like Trevon Diggs has been. Uh, get line, get some linebackers. That's what I'd probably go heavy in in the draft. I'm always one for offensive line depth, so probably pick up someone in the draft. I I just – oh, also, power back. You need a power back because uh, Tony Pollard by himself. I love Tony. Not by himself. You need to actually – Derrick Henry. Back. They're going to go after Derrick Henry. If they go after Derrick Henry, I'm going to be a – Eagles and the Cowboys man. are going to go after Derrick Henry. Y'all just need offensive line DeAndre Swift will work. You just need offensive line and you need a no coordinator. Yeah, but if you can get Derrick Henry, I mean. Yeah, but you you got – I mean, if you just add Derrick Henry to your team, that doesn't fix all of your problems. Philly has more problems. You need need to put money elsewhere. Dallas, I I just feel there's little pieces here and there that if you just add them, they're all right. You don't need to break the bank for them. See, I think Dallas's problem is not on on the field. I think it's in the coaching. Oh, I think I, it's both. But it, if I had to lean, it's like mm. I would go about seventy five percent coaching, twenty five percent players. I mean, because how? I mean, I understand what somebody goes by a play, but how do you lo- leave Luke Musgrave just like no one noticed him until he was in the end zone, basically doing his touchdown dance? Like, I understand that's on sometimes coaching. You literally just go a zone and you leave him there wide booty butt cheeks open. But it seemed like no one noticed until the play was over and he's already celebrating. Yeah, it was a bad, bad bust. Um, But going forward, who do we think is going to win it all? I think I still am riding with the Ravens. Um, I feel like it's as open as it has been at the moment. The NFC it is. I think in the NFC it definitely is. Is really? it weird that we could, say, we could see Baker Mayfield as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer going to the NFC Championship? Yeah, it's going to be Packers, Niners, Bucks, or Lions. It's wide open in the NFC. And the main thing... You don't think it's wide open in the AFC? I mean, like... You got Lamar, you got Mahomes, you got Allen, you have Stroud. It's an arms race. I mean, Baltimore's a nine-point favorite over the Texans. So are the Niners. The Niners are a nine-point favorite against the Packers. Yeah, but do we trust Brock Purdy? I trust. Do we trust Lamar? He's one in three in the playoffs. He's also won an MVP. Two. Going to win two. Brock's made an NFC Championship game. That team has made an NFC Championship game. Lamar has not made an AFC Championship game. It, it also the helps when, when Mike McCarthy does dumb stuff. Someone needs to make like a YouTube compilation of dumb Mike McCarthy plays. It'd be <laughs> dumb Mike McCarthy moments. Mike McCarthy, though, like, did I'm win a Super Bowl. Getting... Back when we were toddlers, Parker. Ten. We were ten years old. Dog, I was like nine. Golly. <laughs> that was a good team, too. Was Rogers. that the Bush administration? It was Obama. No. 
It was beginning it was of his first term. I'm sorry. It was 2011. I thought it was three nine. years in. Three years in. That was still would have been the first year of Obama. I thought it was 2009. No, no, no. They no. beat the Steelers in 2011, but um, but I, I, I just think the Ravens. Even though I know the Chiefs and the Bills, but it, this Chiefs team is not the same Chiefs team. They were always going to beat the Dolphins in the negative mm-hmm. a million degree temperatures. Uh, Mike McDaniel literally looked like he wanted to be anywhere on the planet aside from that game. Uh, Tua looked like he was throwing a shot put instead of a football. Um, and that's going to be a, a great game, though. Allen versus Mahomes again. Um, I think the Ravens will blow the Texans out. Could be wrong, but that's I think that's going to be close. I think that's close. I think the the luck for the Texans is run out. I can't. I'm not gonna lie. I even though I love Lamar Jackson to death, I want to see this Houston Texans team do some crazy stuff and go to first year head coach with a rookie quarterback. There's no way that they're gonna beat John Harbaugh and Lamar. I feel like I've said this on the road. Stranger things have happened. I feel like I've said this statement too many times. Have you seen CJ Stroud before? Have you seen that man go out there and perform? He is incredible. He has been incredible. How many years have we said that? Oh my goodness, CJ Stroud just looks phenomenal. We we're like on year three or four now. This will be year two. Um, but yeah, because he only played one year of college. Oh, I guess he did have that first year. I don't even remember what happened though. He was good that first year. So three. They yeah they got beat by Michigan like sixty to ten. Yeah, they they got a drubbing, but CJ Stroud was still good. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a little bit of deja vu with this Houston Texans team. It kind of, it feels like that 2020, not COVID, but whenever the Ravens played the Titans and the Titans ran all over them. Could CJ Stroud potentially throw it all over the Ravens and upset them in Baltimore? I I think it's a real possibility. Um, Wait, wasn't that Lamar's first MVP year is when that happened. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember they got beat by the Titans. Yeah. They got beat by the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. But then two years later, Lamar, it's either a year later, two years later, Lamar got his win back. Yeah. And then they got beat by the Bengals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is the most intrigue? Well, I guess obviously Bucks lines is the, the fun. Most- Bucks lines is the, fu- is the most fun. I agree. For the squad. That is just that, a let's a have a good time sure. day. Yes. Game. That's the matchup yes. for the boys, baby. The back-to-back Bucks, Lions, and Chiefs, Bills, it feels like that's a perfect Sunday right there with those playoff matchups. They did good, the schedule makers. It makes Packers, sense. 49ers, I, I don't know. I mean, if, if uh, Jordan Love plays like that again, mm-hmm. uh, but the Niners defense at home – as much as I poo-poo on Purdy, I I think they're going to get it done. We'll see. Man, I, I, at this point, I don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't know. I thought for sure the Cowboys were going to dominate Green Bay. It baffled my mind so much that it wasn't even funny. You know, normally when the Cowboys lose, I laugh. But uh, this time, I was like, It was over from the very start. going on? I was just confused because I this this was at home. They were dominating at home. It was and like Jerry OSU just, versus South Alabama. It was just over from the start. And Jerry Jones saw that and said, "Let's run it back." Hey, you're welcome, South Alabama head coach. Your big <laughs> win against us now gets you the defensive coordinator job at Alabama. You're welcome. That <laughs> congratulations. They had a terrible you're season welcome. aside from that, that game. Mm-hmm. They went. Well, no, they dominated Eastern Michigan in the bowl game. So the, did they go seven and six? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so you're welcome. You're well. That we're just Mike Gundy's just spreading the wealth. No, he's a good coach. I'm uh, good for him. Why couldn't you see the Kalen DeBoer? Did you see Kalen DeBoer talking to the Alabama basketball crowd? Mm-mm. It was kind of awkward. I didn't. It was real. It Those was usually real. Are. 
It was real uh, substitute teacher energy. Don't forget the first time Brian Kelly talked at LSU with. Oh, I remember my family. My My family. family. I don't don't. trying to appeal. Trying to appeal to everybody and get out of here with that. DeBoer thankfully did not do something like that. Good. It was just kind of like I'm so excited to be here. This is the greatest pro. You know, just kind of like. What else do you want him to say? White guy. I. That's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question. I, I don't know how to handle that. Do you want him to go out there like Scott Steiner or something like that? Yeah. Honestly, well, you know, <laughs> I hate Kelly way might be the best way because that will at least generate news. Just come out there with an insane accent. Needs to come out there, cut a wrestling promo in the middle Just, of a basketball court. Nobody beats the tide. Nobody beats the tide. There's something something crazy like that. Just bring out Drewski and do that whole bit again. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you have to do. Goodness. Ain't nobody better than the tide. Better than the tide. Uh, Goodness. Oh, uh, by the way, just as we are also, if anybody doesn't know, uh, we are live streaming all this on uh, Twitch and Facebook. And actually, I set a goal on here every once in a while, just so that way, try to get some more people in here. We we officially got on my page uh, 20 followers, so we appreciate that. Oh, thank right. you. Yeah, thank That's you. Dope. Thank you, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Do we want to move on to how we fix the Denver Broncos? Yes, I do. Said, there's no we, fixing them. There's what no did they fix me for? <laughs> hey, we we got a, we, we got 20 minutes of dunking on us. So we beat this dead horse last week, but I mean it just keeps spiraling. But Oklahoma State basketball gets blown out of GIA again by Kansas on Saturday. This was I Tuesday. think the pitch the just based on my Twitter, which I feel like I have a pretty solid gauge on osu twitter from the from the just what i see pitchforks are out all the people that used to defend have switched sides unless you're an oklahoma state lifer page and i still don't understand how i see those pokes are the one pistol the one with ricky fowler is the uh, oh the ok state probs yeah he did post a picture because it was also boynton's birthday like monday oh no Oh, and no. um, and he did post a thing that was like, I don't care what people say. He defended the in, us against the NCAA. I'll always love Coach Mike. Something like that. I was just sitting there like, oh, my goodness, stop it. He's not going to sleep with you, okay? We get it. Everybody else, the the angry, the angriness is 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 there. And pretty much everybody is like, it's over. It's over. I... Now, I'm going to defend him a little bit. I don't like defending him, but I'm going to. Do something that the actual – You can separate the man and the coach. He has done great things at Oklahoma State. Mm -hmm. Just none of them were basketball. (laughs) So (laughs) – He's a good person. Let's let's, let's be real. Then hire him as a brand ambassador. Like, (laughs) we don't – No, I get get that. He's a great person and a great recruit, but a bad coach. Is he a great recruiter? Stars wise, yes. Stars wise. Stars wise. But the purpose of recruiting is to have guys that fit into your system. There's a difference and, between recruiting and developing. Yeah. Right. That's also true. Yeah. But think about the guy the big time recruits that he's gotten. The only one that's been good is one overall pick in the NBA draft. Yes. And you or I could have noticed that. I mean he could have gotten Boynton, a box of raisin bran could have went out there was, and coach Cade. Well, right, and also, uh, like we could have figured out if we watched Cade that he was incredible and was going to be a, if not the a high pick, if not the number one pick. Like yeah, we, need we can't really give Boynton that much credit for 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 noticing that he was going to be really good. We can give him credit for getting in on him when he was like in or whatever he did, uh, and hiring his brother to be. An assistant, but it's totally not legal. But at the same Avery time, Anderson cool. was a high recruit, didn't do much. Uh, Chris Harris Jr. had a lot of injuries. He was a high recruit, though. Um, also, does Zoom like automatically 
They do. That's weird. It like I, it like whoa. makes a thumbs up if you do an actual thumbs up. Why isn't it doing it on mine? Oh, it was going. On. Hey, also, mine. it's not doing it to me either. Anyway, Parker's got the magic, I guess. Um, there's all these other recruit. I mean, he's got this recruiting class now of guys uh, that were high recruits, and they're playing well. Some of them, but I mean, just Eric Daly, but dude's basically twenty. Well, Garrison's playing, been playing better. When lately. he likes to show up, it, when he's not playing, he's on the side of a milk cart. I told y'all I wasn't impressed with Garrison. I watched him in high school. I was not impressed, but he I looked mean, he, really good against Baylor. Yeah, he had a 20 and 8 game and then disappeared the next three contests. But like Westford, like we were talking about, is OSU the worst team in the Big 12? I feel yes. like that's a definitive yes now. I'm West Virginia upsets yeah. Texas, um, which Texas may not be quite as good as everyone was thinking after losing again to UCF and they were flashing the horns down and Rodney Terry lost it on them. UCF uh, might be salty. I don't I don't know. The UCF is, is eleven and five. So yeah. Very topsy turvy right now. I mean, there's there's fourteen teams in the Big Twelve. There's thirteen good teams, and then there's OSU. I mean, that's the case. And it, if you find yourself in that position, how do you not make a change? I just don't see how. I, I understand there's, there's a buyout, and it's the bottom line. That. That's that's how you make the decision. Unfortunately, it's if you stop seeing butts and seats, and you stop seeing money flow Which in there's the door. Not. Yeah, but. There's again the buyout is the thing that's looming around the corner. Is if eventually enough losses continue to rack up and everything's already negative, but the problem is is it can get worse. And so if you continue stacking onto it, then yeah, are they still paying Travis Ford's buyout? I have no idea. I don't know. He and had I, like a ten-year deal. He was like two years into a ten-year deal. So I would, I would rather have Travis Ford. Ooh, I don't know about that. Travis Ford went to the NCAA tournament five times in his eight years here. He made it to the round of 32. I would rather have that Travis Ford. I don't know about the Travis Ford right now. He's not been doing great. Um, Uh, At St. Louis. That Travis Ford brought in, well, he had James Anderson, uh, was able to get Terrell Harris to the league. Keaton Page. Uh, Keaton Page, of course, goat status. All those guys. All those guys. I mean, Markel, uh, Martin, Marcus Smart, whatever. I'll never forget watching Marcus Smart's first game against Gonzaga. Yeah, and he bricked two free throws to lose. One of my favorite underrated big men. I got two from that era: Mr. Mike Cobbins and Marshall Mm -hmm. Moses. Two goaded big men. Mike Cobbins. By the way, St. Louis is also eight and nine right now. So. Yeah, yeah, they're Worth they haven't noting. been doing great. Yeah, um, but Oklahoma State, uh, Travis Ford made it to the tournament five but times. But like, look what Porter Moser team. did. Look what Porter Moser did at OU, a, a school that doesn't care about basketball. Yeah, uh, they well, no, they care when they're good. Well, right, but they he he got there in COVID, struggled. The whole team of transfers for two years in a row struggled. People were mad. This year he gets his guys in finally, and they're really, really good. Like, Boynton's – this is year seven. Well, his guys also – he played the transfer portal really well. That's that's the problem with Boynton is in the year where the whole Big 12, almost everyone decided to go older. He went younger. And the old guys that he brought in, the only one that's been worth anything is Javon Small. And besides – He's been okay up and down. Well, I mean, whenever you got one guy that's consistent on on the team, then you can easily figure out where to stop everything. And Javon Small, whenever he's allowed to do anything, he is the most consistent and probably the best player on this team. But he's so it's so easy to stop whenever you go, oh, there's only one good guy. Stop him, and then everything else sputters. If and There's no excuse. We talked about this before the season even started. When we were back in football season, we were yeah. worried, saying uh, – Imagine Javon Small on last year's team. That's a tournament team. Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But we were talking about this during football season. Like, we're worried about the moves Boynton made in the offseason or didn't make. 
and how all these other mm-hmm. schools brought in these high-powered transfers and, and these older guys, and we just were had like five freshmen coming in and it wasn't like you know it was the fab five i mean no offense to those guys they were pretty high recruits but it wasn't like five five stars by the way did y'all so, see that the fab five reunited at the michigan championship i didn't good for them yeah, yeah. they all cool. got together that made me happy i think they um, lost though i think michigan lost that game the national championship the national championship no the game that they were at no they all reunited at the national championship Oh, I saw them reunite at a Michigan basketball game. Oh, that was there's a, later. There's there's all of them. Like, if you go on Jalen Rose's page, uh, it's at the Michigan championship. Then mm. winning that natty. But, like, the teams that they brought in, Cincinnati 13 and 4, UCF 11 and 5, BYU 20th in the country 14 and 3. Like, and then, of course, Houston, number five in the country, fifteen and two. So, no, I just, I just can't see how they can just stay the same unless they just don't really care about basketball anymore. And the big problem is change will not stop. Is next year you lose Texas and OU, then you add in Arizona, which of course we all know what Arizona can do in basketball. Arizona State, they're basically the Washington of basketball, where it's they go for about four, five, six years of bad basketball, then they turn out at a phenomenal team. So I, you always keep them in the mix. Uh, I don't know anything about Utah basketball, and then Colorado, which is pretty decent. Utah basketball is twelve and five currently. So, okay, so a nice team. And they, I mean, they had Andrew Bogut at one time. They did just get blown out and by Kyle Arizona. Kuzma. Oh, I didn't know Kyle Kuzma was an alum. They're about on the, uh, I would say, like the West Virginia level, just judging by their wins. They beat the bad teams. Mm. They get blown out by the good teams. Mm. Oklahoma State just gets blown out by all of them. Correct. Unless Baylor Colorado. for Colorado. Colorado is twelve and five. I don't, I don't know if they ended up. Uh, if Jay Will's brother, something happened to him. I think he got hurt. Oh yeah, Cody Williams. Yeah. He was. He's on Colorado, but I don't yeah. think he's playing. Man, he's gonna look great in a Thunder uniform. I hope. Please. Maybe that'd be pretty. I cool. can't find Sam Presti. Please going on but sam presti is gonna get that guy that i sent y'all from the from like that tiny little school who who was 510 and then now he's like 610 and oh the ohio is it ohio it might be ohio yeah it was a green uniform it probably would it was like eastern michigan or something like that but yeah so not much NBA news either. I mean, the Thunder just stead- being steady, steadily Josh one of the Giddy best teams. beat the allegations. Did. Maybe. And then there's now the reports that the NBA is investigating, so he did not beat the investig- He did not beat the allegations. He beat the criminal investigation. Thunder, uh, the LA two-step w- did not go well for them. They've lost to the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, you kind of get screwed when Paul George goes for 38, no matter what era of team you're in. Yeah. When Paul George goes for 38, eh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> you got we screwed. got the Jazz tonight, Timberwolves Saturday. Hey, I, the I, best I, Thunder news that, that came out is that Amazon bought Bally Sports, and so now all of the Thunder games next year are going to be on Prime Video. I'm so happy. Instead of terrible Bally sports. I'm so happy. We up tremendously. <laughs> we big pimping now. Yo, yo. Um, yeah, out. this should be a good game tonight. I think I'm actually going to like watch it after this. Because, um, uh, you know, you kind of just focused on football and all the other stuff. So I haven't had like a chance to like watch a full Thunder game. So uh, this should be a lot of fun. And the Jazz thing heating up quite a bit. The thing is, even though the Thunder lost two games in a row to both LA teams, they're still second in the Western Conference. They're still one of the top teams in the league. And they have they're going up against the number one Saturday, Timberwolves. So 
They I'm, are two games back. Of, I'm trying uh, to figure out who's MVP this year. That's tough. Well, so I'm trying far, to figure it out, but I mean, maybe isn't Shea. isn't Ant going off? Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards you have Anthony Edwards, Jason Tatum, SGA. SGA is averaging 31 points a game. Nikola Jokic is always can be in there. You can put him there always, but we're probably getting voter fatigue of him. Embiid in has 35.1 points per game. Jeez. But that's the MV fraud. He can't make it past the first round of the playoffs. He's the Dallas Cowboys. It's the uh, regular season award. He's got a double-double going. God. Dude's the he's the Dallas Cow the Philadelphia 76ers are the Dallas Cowboys of the NBA. SGA, SGA also leads the league in steals. I think you guys said that already, but he might be cruising towards first right team, now. first team All NBA. Yeah, you should. Halliburton was playing really well there for a while. Halley's injured right now, and then now, they just got Siakam. Yeah. The the Pacers just traded for Pascal Siakam. Yeah. That's exciting. Toronto rebuilding, but. It's kind of going to be a fun rebuild because they get a Canada boy in R.J. Barrett back from trading O.G. Adenobi to the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, they got, what, Bruce Brown Jr. from the Pacers. Yeah, they also got Jordan Awara. Uh, I believe that's shout-out Louisville, if I remember right. I think so. From their Natty team that I can't remember if because the of – The vacated one? Yeah, the I think it was the vacated one. I believe. Wow. I think I think he was from Louisville. And that then, Louisville one was eleven years ago. Is he from somewhere else? Is he Nova? I thought. I swear. I thought Jordan Awara. He may, I, he's probably not on that championship team then because he got drafted like twenty seventeen. Or was there a Louisville team that just did really good and did not do anything? I mean, Donovan Mitchell was on the Louisville team. They're a Louisville team. He's part of the Pascal Siakam trade, right? Uh, Nawara. The RJ Bear trade. Nawara's part There's of the. Precious Siakam. Aurora. No, Precious. Precious Achua. Okay. Achua. Okay, so Precious Jordan. Achua. Okay. Jordan Nawara was part of uh, of Louisville. And he was there from 2018 to 2020. So I was off by a little bit. Uh yeah, the they won a title in like 2013. Vacated. Rick Pitino since vacated. Yeah, Shut vacated Rick due to strippers. Shut I don't remember Rick that Pitino. that 2019-2020 Louisville team did anything. Dude, I remember when Louisville was good. I miss those days. Now they're the trenches. They stank. Now they got their first. Power five win in like okay. two years this year. Louisville in 2019, 2020 was really good. That's how I remember them. Cause I think they did some tor- tournament stuff. Uh, but was that with still Patino? I don't know if that was still with Patino. 2019, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. That was Chris Mack. Oh, so he did have a good year there. I thought all of his years were bad. Yeah. They went 24 and seven and then COVID hit. Oh, right. They were going to play in the quarterfinals against Syracuse. I keep, I always forget COVID. Forget COVID. Dang. And then Um, Chris Mack went 13 and 7, 2020, 2021. And then he went 13. Well, I guess he quit when he got fired because of. uh, so this is what it says on on uh, Wikipedia. Uh, the school announced that head coach Chris Mack would be suspended for the first six games of the season due to his part in an attempt by former assistant Dino Gladio to blackmail Mack. Gladio, who was a longtime assistant and whom Mack had let go following the completion of the 2020-21 season, had attempted to blackmail Mack with allegations of relatively minor misconduct by Mack and the team in violation of NCAA rules. The school said that Mack was being suspended for failing to follow university guidelines regarding the matter. Gladio pled guilty to extortion for his actions on the matter. Sounds like they were a big mess. Yeah. Shout out Jordan Awara. Yeah. 
I want Louisville to be good again. I don't. Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. Chris Mack is available, folks. Oh, gosh. He didn't. It sounds like he didn't do anything wrong other than he didn't follow university procedures. He was being blackmailed. I think he's doing stuff with the field of 68. So, I mean, like, I'm not opposed to that. I don't hate it. He's 54. He's only 54. He's only 54. If he I'd wants love to coach it. I again, that's it. fine. I, I mean, welcome it. Let's welcome just it. let's just get. He was this... great at Xavier too. Incredible let's, at Xavier. Let's just let's just go find some mid pack teams. Let's let's go take a look at the mid major schools and figure out who's going to be the top candidates. I mean, the number one candidate is Dusty May, but would he leave FAU? I don't know. I could not leave Boca Raton for Stillwater, Oklahoma. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. He went six. Okay, time out. Chris Mack not, went sixty-three and thirty-six at Louisville. Yeah, like he was, yeah. he's he, not bad. No, he also he, got, he went he went to a lead eight with Xavier. Like he's not a bad coach. I think this. I think Parker's onto something. Really, I uh, I think he got he got railroaded at you at Louisville. He got he got set up in a bad situation, and it sounds like they didn't support him. And so he was like, I'm out of here. This article by CBS is Dusty May wanted to quit hours after signing FAU contract. <laughs> That's wonderful. Weiberg, call him up. Bert There's Herbert. the guy from Gonzaga that I sent you all, the Gonzaga assistant uh, that's been there forever mm-hmm. with Mark Few. I'm sure there's other mid-major guys out there. We've talked about well, this before. Fordham's with, guy. With Gonzaga, uh, it only seems like they're only going to get a – few wins this year gonzaga kind of down not kind of they are down yeah they they didn't do good in the portal zaga they, had a window lost a bunch of guys and it smashed on their fingers they had chat 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 and blew it and sugs like that was a blew it they blew it you blew it they did not they didn't have sugs and chat at the same time they did not it was a year apart yeah but they did have Drew Timmy throughout that whole period. And through many other years, because uh, he was there like six years. There was like. a matchup between Father Time and Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy caught the rebound put back. What happened? what happened to the Suggs team? Who'd they get beat by? Uh, was that UCLA? Baylor. Oh, no. Yeah. UCLA is who they beat with the miraculous half-court shot. That's right. That's right. It was the Baylor. Baylor, yeah, Baylor they got the national they got championship. Baylor blown out of the gym by Bla- with, by Baylor with Davion Mitchell, with Jared Butler, and none of those guys panned out in the NBA so far. Davion Mitchell's a lockdown defender in Sacramento. Yeah, that's true. Jared Butler went like at the end of the that first team round. was a team full of absolute dogs. Mark Vital, Tacham Tachachua, who got hurt, been out for I like. Think. He's like still on the team, but he's not the same guy anymore. Uh, Flo Thamba, wherever he is, that Mario dude was just Flagler there. or no Adam Flagler, Adam international, international Flagler. That team was no. I was saying Flo Bamba. Yeah, Flagler's actually on the OKC Blue roster. Oh, good for him. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to Mark Vital. And then what happened to Chet? They got beat early. Early. Why do I feel like it's Arkansas? I know it's not Arkansas, but why do I feel like it's Arkansas? No, that's it. That's it. Arkansas. J. Will. Or, or J-Dub, I mean. Yeah. J-Dub's team. Because I, I remember some red when they were playing. I was like, that's either Arkansas or Indiana. That, that, that wasn't early. That was like Elite Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was to go to the Final Four. Yeah. Arkansas make a Final – that might have been Sweet 16. I don't remember Arkansas making a Final Four. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was Sweet 16. Shit. What year was Chet? It was like 2020. It was two years ago, 2022. I think that was... That may have been Arkansas. It, they definitely lost to Arkansas. Yeah. They lost to Arkansas. No, that would have been... That was the Elite Eight, because then they played Duke in the Final Four and got beat. Oh yeah, that's the that's the Kansas year. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. 
Uh, wait, I may have read that wrong. Hold on. Okay, it was Sweet 16, and then Arkansas lost to Duke. Okay, so yeah, ah. it was Sweet 16. Yeah. And then Duke went on to lose to play in, the final, in the final four to North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yep. I beat. And then Preventing Kansas Coach won. K from winning it. That was awesome. <laughs> I like how this half the podcast is dumping on Philadelphia. Dude, Dallas. I would love to do a podcast on NCAA tournament uh, reviews. Like just going back and doing like what all happened. Do you remember this? What happened? Like favorite like moments or just like, yeah. Like just go. I'm down. I need game to by game. Myself. Game by game. Just like what Dude. happened. I don't know about game 20, by game, bro. <laughs> Twenty eleven NCAA tournament. Like that was. I I told you guys college that was basketball. The Houston one. College basketball was my life. Like even more than football. I loved college basketball. Well, I'll never forget the Gordon Hayward year. My parents wouldn't let me stay up to watch that game. And I was in the morning. They let me watch. They let me like watch sports center and see what happened, like the highlights and everything. And I was so upset with them that I didn't get to watch that live because of how incredible that game was. And I'll never forget that because they were like, no, you know, it's it's too late because, you know, the the championship game's on a Monday night. Right. And I was like, I the whole time I was like, Duke is going to get blown. Duke is going to blow him out. My mom is a huge Duke fan. We like went to Duke when I was a kid and visited it and got a bunch of Duke gear. Like oh, wow. she was she's a huge Duke and Coach K fan. And so she was just like she was so sad in the morning and I, I knew she was faking it because they had won. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'll never forget that. But I, I loved, and OSU was pretty good back then. I came too, prepared fellas. So, hey, <laughs> the first ever OSU uh, event, sporting event I ever went to in my life was when OSU basketball upset the 2008 Kansas team in GIA and they stormed the court. And I was like, dad, do they do this like every time? And he was like, no, <laughs> no, they do not. No. And we went back, we, we went down to like the student section and I like got a bunch of foam fingers and like, uh, like yeah. memorabilia stuff. If we, we could do like a whole extra spread on like our favorite Cinderella teams. I like that. Or favorite tournament, tournament teams in general. During the I don't tournament know if we time. did that before, but so oh, that yeah, means we're just gonna go sure. like thirty minutes on Kemba Walker, just thirty minutes on Kemba Walker. I love it. Shoot, maybe, man. I I, I don't know. <laughs> the Cinderella 30. team that I remember the most is definitely the first year Villanova made a run yeah. because they upset the number one overall seed Pitt in the Elite Eight. And that was my bracket team that I picked to win. And I'll never forget because I had no idea who Villanova even was. I was like, who is this? And Scotty, stupid Scotty Reynolds. I'll, I'll, uh, that was that was one of my earliest March Madness memories right there. They were like an eight seed, I think. What year was that? It would have been like 09. 09 okay, I'm looking at 09. Villanova was a three seed. Oh, I thought they were and they beat way lower than that. 78 to 76. Yeah, so Pittsburgh. they weren't even a Cinderella then, I guess. Maybe I I didn't know about them. They were Cinderella in your mind. Well, they I mean Pitt was like a number one seed, so they did get upset. They had Dewan Blair. Three to one is an upset technically. Like that was the year Blake Griffin made the Elite Eight too. Yes. Oh, one they of got my, beat by North Carolina. One of my favorite yeah. memories is, I believe it was at OU's house. Where Oklahoma State, I couldn't remember if it was in overtime or. Oh, there we go. There was a Twitch stream. I'm trying to. No, d goodness. Did y'all hear that from my end? I I assume. The yeah. A little bit. Not I heard really. the no. Because but... I was trying to log in through uh, Twitch to see if I could edit some stuff. I'll do that later. Um, so it was. I can't remember. It was. Travis Ford's first year, because I remember it was with Keaton Page, and it was the last year of Byron Eton. 
upsetting OU at their house when they were like two, three, four ranked with Blake Griffin and Taylor Griffin. And the student section about jumped out of the place because Oklahoma State, this is a legit case of stole a game in either OT or at in the fourth quarter. And they got they got lucky and got out. And it was insane. Nice. Is this when they had you Blake know. Griffin? Yeah, yeah. It's it's Travis Ford's first year. Well, yeah, that would be Travis Ford's first year. I think first? Travis Ford's first was it year. Second year. I'm trying to remember because I'm also trying to go. Be his in 2008, 2009. They lost every game to OU. I think you're looking up the same thing I'm looking up. Oh, they beat OU. Oh, in the Big Twelve tournament was this it? Was this at the peak? Oh yeah, it was Big Twelve tournament time. That's when it yeah, was. Yeah, they won by one. Yeah, in uh, against OU in the Big Twelve championship. That's that's when it was. Yeah. Uh, then mm. they lost to Missouri in the yeah. semifinals, and then they went to the tournament and lo- beat Tennessee by two, and then lost to Pitt Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, in the next game. Yep. How did we let them take away the Big 12 tournament from us? Obi Manello, Terrell Harris, James Anderson. That was a good team. Yeah. Byron Eaton, Byron Eaton. Marshall Moses, baby. So with the OK, with OKC's new arena, we need to make sure that they host some tournaments or something. Like they need to host like a Big 12 tournament. That'd be awesome. Oh, they used to host Nick the one time, and then they just didn't. NIT. Nick Sidorkis. NIT. Oh, yeah, Nick. Uh, mm. So, to... Keaton Page didn't show up until... What year Four score and seven years ago. I found him, Fathers. Because he was on the roster for that Big 12 champ, that win against OU. He was on the roster for that. Yeah, I think he showed up in 08, 09. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, makes he sense. he was a freshman. Because he played all four years. So, all right, folks. I'm hungry. So, I think we're wrapping Wait, Blocks up of the week. Blocks of the ah. week. Blocks of the week. Um, I'll recap last week while you guys get ready. Yep. Don't call uh, it a comeback for me, by the way, guys. Don't call it a comeback. Uh, Parker is sitting at 7 and 11 uh, with a big win with the Dolphins and Chiefs under 44. Wasn't even Levi close. is sitting at 7, 9, and 2 uh, with uh, a br- brutal loss. The Lions won, but they did not cover. Mm. Hey, uh, they won. First win in third. They won, but they didn't cover. I still win, don't matter what. All right, and then uh, I won with the Chiefs minus four and a half. That pushes my record to ten and eight. So, Parker is three games back of me. I think Levi is also three games back. Does that how that works with ties? Because I don't know how ties versus losses work. Let's not complicate it like the Big Twelve. Okay. <laughs> Do we want to do a double play week this week? A double play? A double play. We don't have to. I'm just asking because I think if I win, um, I clinch. Like I clinch that I win. That's fine. You can win. Okay. Because I have have three. I'm up three. I believe. Yeah. I'm just said I'm having a hard time because – the thing is, because Big 12 play, like they don't play till Saturday in the majority of big teams, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to find some college basketball ones that I was wanting to do because I was able to throw in one, and now I can't find any. Lame people. Yeah. Uh, Thursday is a really weird time for uh, college basketball just because, like, there's not a bunch of great games on. Yeah. But there's some decent ones, and it's kind of limited still. And it's can't do the NBA either. 
Yeah, you can. I really well, I mean, wanted I, to do the only thing. The only one I can do is Friday. Those are the only odds that are posted. Really? Yeah. Well, at least looking on the ESPN app, they only post the next days. Okay, dude. I can. I mean, I, I I'm NBA, looking at DraftKings. Uh, okay, let me go DraftKings then. I haven't signed into DraftKings in forever. I'm taking they have the Buccaneers Lions over 49 and a half. Is it Lions Buccaneers over 49 and a half? Yes. I don't feel good about it at all, but that makes me think that it's a good play. That's a fun one. That's that's just for fun, honestly. A lot that's of just fun. a fun bet, you know? A lot of fun. So I'm going to go ahead and take that off my – I had three options. That was one of them. So because you took it, I'm going to take that off for me. Um. Yeah, NBA, I can only go to Friday. Yeah. Let's see. Also, can we talk about the Warriors assistant that passed away? R.I.P. That was – That was – um, Who Hard was that? that posted about it was it luca no there was a player that posted that was like that guy was their coach for a long time i can't remember who that was was it joker no it was someone who was younger dayon milojevic r.i.p R.I.P. We're probably not doing that justice, but just that's. Yeah, I mean, he died I, suddenly. He was 46. He died of a yeah. heart attack. Uh, terrible. Yeah, no, it absolutely stinks. Like, there's no way around it. Um, they had to postpone the Warriors. Uh, war- they postponed Warriors Jazz, and they uh, postponed Warriors Mavericks. Uh, that was supposed to be Friday. Yeah. he. Um, they were just eating team dinner. And he just had a heart attack. Had a heart attack. Life is precious, man. You can't you can't take that for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Whatsoever. Buffalo by three. <clears throat> take it, Levi. That was like that was literally like and there's a deep fly in the left by Castellanos right there. <laughs> you guys mentioned it in the middle of us trying to do bets. Again, You're right. I no, no, you know what? He's right. That's that that's that's kind of on us. That was like a that was like a bar stool a sports advisors moment right there. I was kind of this, fellas. I'm like I'm stalling for I was kind of stalling for time because I just like kind of figured you guys didn't have well that I was like I just brought said, up last second. So that's that my bad Levi. You said Buffalo minus three. Minus three. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Buffalo minus three. Buffalo minus again, three. Yes. Okay. Re- again, rest in peace to him and Dayan Milojevic. Yeah. And yes. Our prayers and thoughts go out to his family, to the team, anyone that's been involved with him, because I assume this is something – this is a s- incredibly tragic, and you hate to see something like this. And really, at at this moment, it's just – it's one of those things where it reminds you, again, like Ian was saying, it was time's precious. Make sure you spend your time with your loved ones and cherish every moment. But with that being yeah. said, let's get the last yeah. bet in – and make sure I can stop feeling terrible now. Well, okay, wait. This is nuts to me too. But I had Buffalo minus two and a half as my second pick. <laughs> I had three picks. Parker took one. You took one, and I'm stuck with this one, which I, I'm okay with. Uh, fun fact that I found, thanks to I think it was Barstool Gambling. Uh, Lamar Jackson is. Um, Lamar Jackson unders are four and four and up in his playoff games. Mm. The line is 43 and a half. I feel like Baltimore's just gonna have very ugly weather. Uh so I'll go uh Texans, Ravens under 43 and a half. I I hate picking unders, but you know, if it's four and oh, like I know that's not like a whole lot, but uh, you take what you can get, really. So I like that play. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that's that is the play in that game. It's going to be twenty eight degrees in Baltimore. Bad gun. 
So, all right. Oh, by the way, uh, the amount of brain cells that Jerry Jones had while making his pick to keep Mike McCarthy under three. He loves his man. He loves his man. Mike McCarthy is my guy. Who legitimately, did you know that uh, McCarthy told Jerry Jones in his interview that he watched every single NFL game the year that he was out, and that was just a lie? Did you know that? Well, yeah, that's a They asked... They asked McCarthy if he had watched film during his one of his retirement or not retirement, one of his years not coaching. And he was like, yes, I watched every single snap of every single game. And then later McCarthy was like, oh, that was a lie. I just wanted the job. That does not surprise me and also does not that surprise me. Be Jerry, Jerry Jones is a moron, but that's not that's nothing new. He's just a big old roly poly. I like to have, give him hugs. <laughs> We'll keep him around. <laughs> oh goodness! We'll keep him around. Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> well, folks, that'll do it for this episode of the IPL podcast. Thank you for subscribing, liking, rating, watching us on Twitch in the live stream and Facebook live stream. Thank you all. Uh, we'll be back next week. To talk more NFL, more NBA, maybe more college basketball. So stay tuned. But um. Have a good one, folks. Peace.